Welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Friday, February 3rd, and happy 33rd birthday to R&B singer Sean Kingston. Ooh, when you took my heart, that's when we fell apart, cause we both thought that love lasts forever. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and here are your top stories presented by Peggy Slappy Properties. Brian Adams and Joan Jett are coming to Duluth this summer. A longtime muffler shop owner is retiring. And we get our sports update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. We'll have all this and more coming up on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. It's almost Valentine's Day and love is in the air. Hi, I'm Peggy Slappy with Peggy Slappy Properties. My team and I have been playing matchmaker for 40 years in Gwinnett County. We've been matching home sellers and home buyers to make their dreams come true. We can make yours come true as well. Give us a call at 770-271-5555 or find us online at psponline.com. Whether buying, selling, financing, relocating, investing, or any other number of services, our team of dedicated, experienced professionals are here to serve you. Choose the best. Brian Adams is coming to Gwinnett County in June, and he's bringing Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Adams' tour is in support of his 15th studio album, So Happy It Hurts, makes a stop at the Gas South Arena on June 18th. The 26-city tour starts June 6th in Baltimore. Adams announced the 2023 So Happy It Hurts tour on Tuesday night's episode of The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. Adams is famous for songs like Summer of 69, Everything I Do, Heaven, and more. Joan Jett's hits include I Love Rock and Roll and I Hate Myself for Loving You. Tickets go on sale starting today at noon on Ticketmaster.com. Andy Mon may have retired from nearly five decades of fixing automobiles, but he's planning to stay more than active. Mon, who for the past 27 years has owned and operated Andy's Muffler and Lube on Scenic Highway in Snellville, closed the business on January 31st, selling the property where his shop was located. He said he may find a part-time job to keep from going insane and that he's a hunter and fisher and that he and his wife do enjoy horseback riding. When asked why he decided to retire, Mon said, It's time. I'm tired and I can't get any help, so it's just time. I've got two employees working for me now and I used to have eight. It's likely that the Monroe native, who now lives in the Oglethorpe County town of Arnoldsville, will also continue his hobby of racing. When he opened his shop in 1995, Mon and his wife were featured in the Gwinnett Daily Post for their racing prowess. When the COVID pandemic kept families close to home, Loganville resident Michael A. Carson and his son Matthew decided to team up on a writing project that resulted in the publication of two books, one about the origins of Black History Month and the other about notable African-American jazz figures through history. Although the Carsons are no longer stuck inside, their collaboration continued with a new book, Unsung African-American History Makers, Unknown Hidden Figures and Their Stories, which was released on New Year's Day. Carson said that it was his son, who just celebrated his 13th birthday, who came up with the idea for their latest book. Although the father-son team has thus far proven quite prolific, Carson said they don't have a firm idea on their next book or if there will be a next book. Their process is usually started when they hear of something that they both think might make a good book. As of now, they don't have anything currently in mind. Carson also said the best part of this whole process is the familial connection that he and his son have made. 
student from South Gwinnett High School brought home a national championship in late January after winning the Suit Up Business Competition. The competition took place in four cities, New York City, Philadelphia, Chicago, and Atlanta, with a winning team from each region advancing to compete nationally. South Gwinnett represented the Atlanta market. The team's participating in the competition hosted by Suit Up, an educational nonprofit that seeks to increase career readiness for young people through business plan competitions, assumed the role of CEO for Capgemini, a designing the prototype for a teen-friendly app focused on financial literacy. Each student was recognized with a certificate and a cash prize. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees of Kia Mall of Georgia, and asked them what makes Kia Mall of Georgia different. We are family-owned and operated. Um, we have been here for going on 29 years. We take everything to heart here, and um, all of our hard work is what we put into it as a family. Not every other business has that. Been here in Buford for 25 years, selling cars to anyone that wants one. The reasons why you would come to a small family-owned dealership, you get that sort of family experience. Kia Mall of Georgia, making a difference in the lives of their customers. Go see them on the lot at 4180 Buford Drive in Buford or visit them online at kiamallofgeorgia.com. Everyone is worried about inflation, and for many on a fixed income, Tom M. Wages Funeral Service Prefunding Funeral Prearrangements allows you to beat inflation. Because we put your money in a trust, Tom M. Wages is able to guarantee your family will not have to pay the future costs of goods and services, regardless of how much it increases in the future. Prices will always go up. A sure way to save money and beat inflation is to prefund your prearranged funeral today. Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages at 770-978-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a family four-pack of tickets to the Fernbank Museum. Call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets. And now GDP Sports Editor Will Hammock joins us for the Gwinnett Sports Update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. And we're here with Will Hammock, the editor of the Gwinnett Daily Post Sports section for our Gwinnett Sports Update presented by Tom Wages Funeral Home. And Will, we're going to start off with a state title for the county. Yeah, it was another big uh, swimming and diving meet in 7A down at Georgia Tech for Gwinnett. Uh, It was highlighted by the North Gwinnett girls. They won their first state championship uh, in swimming and diving. So congratulations to the Bulldogs. Lots of individual state champions uh, down there and relay state champions. But uh, the team title went to the North Gwinnett girls, which which was huge for the program. And uh, if you combine the two programs, the North boys and girls scored the most points uh, out of any school in the state. So North boys finished as runner-up. Brookwood boys were third. Uh, and on the girls' side, the Brookwood girls were runner-up to North Gwinnett. So lots of lots of talent up there in the in the swimming side. For the North Gwinnett girls, uh, their depth kind of carried the weight of the title. They only had one individual state champion. That was uh, Emma Riser in the 500 free. Uh, some other individual standouts, Ethan Denbrock, uh, who's going to swim at Georgia. He won the 200 free and the 500 free uh, state titles. Uh, Katie Choate from Norcross, she's going to swim at Florida. She uh, she won two state titles, or including her fourth straight uh, state title in 100 backstroke. And uh, Buford senior Ben Irwin, he won a uh, won two titles, the 100 butterfly. He set the state record in that race. So congratulations to Ben on a big meet. 
Yeah, it sounds like just all over the county had a had a great performance, and, it's, and the county's been very good at swimming over the past decade. So it was great to see that dominance continue. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's one of the, the better sports we're going to have traditionally over the years, and that's continuing. Uh, and, and Brookwood kind of Brookwood North Gwinnett are kind of the schools that have kind of set the pace, and uh, they had two great meets out of both those teams. Always, always good to see them finish strong. We'll pivot now to football. Collins Hill has named their new head football coach. Yeah, it was a pretty exciting hire. I like to see guys get promoted from within, and, and Drew Swick was a guy that they promoted. Uh, he's a Collins Hill guy through and through. He grew up over there, uh, played for their defense as a high schooler, uh, graduated in 2008, and when he came back to coach, he came right to Collins Hill. He's kind of worked his way up from a position coach. to He's been their defensive coordinator the last several seasons, uh, was defensive coordinator for their uh, their state championship season. So he's a guy that's paid his dues and really, really cares a lot about Collins Hill, cares a lot about that place. And I think he's going to do a phenomenal job over there. I know he's gotten a lot of congratulations. Uh, and, and the kids are, of course, excited when they know the coach who's coming in rather than a, than somebody new from outside. So they know what they're going to get out of Coach Swick. And uh, he's got a lot, of, a lot of energy. And uh, he's going to do a great job over there to, to replace a, a program that's kind of on the rise. Absolutely. That makes the transition just so much easier when it's somebody that knows that program and, and can really, you know, has already has a relationship with the players because, I mean, that's that's invaluable right there. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of good young talent on that team, too. And I think having a coach in there that everybody knows, it's going to prevent some of these kids from moving away as well. So that's going to be pretty helpful in returning some of that talent. And now we'll stay with football. And Wednesday was National Signing Day. And as usual, a lot of Gwinnett players are going on to play at the next level. Yeah, loads of signees as usual. And, uh, and National Signing Day is always big for that. It's it's a little weird the way it is now. Lots of the the big decisions were made back in December. Uh, where a lot of a lot of the big time Power Five kids signed, but a lot of other kids got opportunities to sign this week. Uh, I think one of the most noteworthy probably was uh, was Duluth tight end Anthony Miller. Uh, he ended up signing with Indiana. He's a kid that had a lot of great offers. He's a six five tight end, kind of a kind of underrated guy, I think, over there at Duluth. He's going to do a great things up in the Big Ten at Indiana. Uh, a couple of guys Georgia Tech landed uh, late in the process. Running back Chad Alexander from Archer and uh, defensive back AJ Cheeks from Mountain View both uh, ended up at Georgia Tech. And, uh, and I know we're talking about this current signing day, but we also had some big recruiting news this week uh, for the uh, the Clemson Tigers. They picked up uh, Champ Thompson, the defensive lineman from uh, from Meadow Creek, who's an underclassman, who's a, who's a big-time guy. His dad played for the Atlanta Falcons, and he's got a bright future ahead of him. Yeah, and that, that will now make it two former Atlanta Falcons players who will have sons playing at Clemson in the next few years. You got Jamal Anderson playing this season as a freshman, and then uh, Champ will be joining in 2024. So definitely awesome to see that legacy and, and a couple of legacy guys go up that way. Yeah, Clemson always does a great job recruiting this area. They traditionally get a lot of Gwinnett kids, and they're kind of continuing that pipeline. And like you said, the uh, getting those guys with Falcons ties. It's good bloodlines and, and, and good families. So I think they're going to do very well up there. Absolutely. Always exciting. And yeah, as you said, you know, signing day a little bit different these days with the early signing period definitely takes some of the drama away, but it's always, always exciting to see these, these players get to go on to the next level, whether it be power five FCS, just, just whatever exciting, exciting. And it'll be fun to watch these guys play next fall. Definitely. So looking forward to that. Yeah, well, as, well, as always, I appreciate you coming on and talking and uh, look forward to talking again next week. Sounds great. Thank you. Hello, Canada and hockey fans in the United States and Newfoundland. Plus, let's check in with our friends at the Atlanta Gladiators. 
Hello, hockey fans. Your Atlanta Gladiators are coming off a big win on Sunday when they trounced the Orlando Solar Bears 5-1. Now, Saturday night, the Gladiators will head down to Savannah for that in-state rivalry against the Ghost Pirates. And then Sunday, the two teams will duke it out again in Duluth. That game will be at 3 p.m. at Gas South Arena, and it will be military and first responders night. You can join the Gladiators as they honor the military and first responders personnel in the community. Tickets are as low as $15. And then Wednesday night, you've got another home game with your Gladiators facing those Greenville Swamp Rabbits. That night is going to be the food drive and $5 Wednesday presented by the Gwinnett Sports Commission. Enjoy $5 tickets and the Gwinnett Sports Commission will host a food drive and accept donations on behalf of a Lawrenceville co-op. You can bring in canned vegetables or soup, peanut butter, jelly, fruit cups, box mac and cheese, oatmeal packets, or bag snacks. That game gets started at 7 p.m. As always, go over to AtlantaGladiators.com to find tickets. We look forward to a big weekend of Gladiators hockey. A dozen families were displaced by a fire at a Norcross area apartment complex on Tuesday. Gwinnett County firefighters were called to the Terra at Norcross Apartments Complex at 10:12 a.m. on a report that smoke was coming from a water heater closet. A plumber later told fire officials that he had noticed smoke in a water heater closet while he was working on pipes in the closet and used pull stations to make occupants aware of the fire. Crews arrived three minutes after they were called and found a two-story multi-unit building on fire and used four hose lines to battle the flames. The cause of the fire is still being investigated by fire department officials. One adult male did sustain a minor injury during the fire but was treated by medical crews and released at the scene. Twelve families were displaced by the fire and the complex's management is working with them to get them a place to stay while repairs are made. The Knight History Essay Contest, established by the National Society of the Sons of the American Revolution in honor of George S. and Stella M. Knight, is designed to provide high school students an opportunity to probe the major events of American history. Bolstered by research conducted by the student writer, essays must be original with topics based on an event, person, philosophy, or ideal associated with the American Revolution, the Declaration of Independence, or the framing of the U.S. Constitution. Students from the 9th through 12th grade submit their essays at the chapter and state levels to be considered for the national contest. Michaela Hutzler, a homeschooled 11th grade student from Gwinnett, is the recipient of the Lawrenceville-based Button Gwinnett Chapter, Sons of the American Revolution's Essay Contest Award for 2022-23. Hutzler also won the state award, which was presented in late January at the Georgia Society Sons of the American Revolution in Duluth. Hutzler's essay was entitled, Caesar Rodney, A Patriot Worth Remembering. One of America's founding fathers, Rodney, who was born and died in Delaware, provided the tie-breaking vote that made the Declaration of Independence unanimous after Pennsylvania and South Carolina also voted for independence. And now here's five events to get you out there this weekend. Hello, Gwinnett listeners. I'm community reporter Doug Harding, and here are five events to get you out there this weekend. As always, check out the Gwinnett Daily Post community calendar for more events. First off on Saturday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., we have a downtown Brazelton chocolate walk. What is a chocolate walk? It's a fun way to discover all the wonderful shops located in downtown Brazelton. 
At each stop along the Chocolate Walk, walkers collect a chocolate treat from the participating businesses. Chocolate will come in many delicious ways, so grab a group of friends or plan a date with your sweetheart and enjoy some sweet treats while you shop. For more information, please go to downtownbrazelton.com. Tonight, it's the first Friday concert in Norcross starting at 7 p.m. at the Norcross Cultural Arts and Community Center. Miles Brown, a professional songwriter and guitarist out of Atlanta, is performing. He's an elite-level electric guitarist, a performing classical and jazz guitarist, and a composer of symphonic music, jazz, funk, jam, dance, pop, and instrumental world music. First Friday concerts run on the first Friday of every month, October through April, from 7 to 9 p.m. Seating is limited. First come, first serve. Doors open at 6 p.m. For more information, head over to norcrossga.net. And for you Lego lovers, Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. is BrickCon. It's a Lego fan event at the Gas South District. This is a must-see event for the Lego fan of any age. There'll be lots of Lego creations to view, building zones, game speakers, character meets, and more. Check out our vendors selling the latest and hard-to-find Lego sets, minifigures, and accessories. Check out GathSouthDistrict.com for more information. Tonight at Eddie Owen Presents and Red Clay Music Foundry in Duluth, it's Comedy at the Clay. The lineup includes Peter Liu, who's one of Boston's fastest rising comics. His comedy is sharp and insightful. He's been featured on Don't Tell Comedy, Chocolate Sundays, the World Comedy Expo, Burbank Best of Fest, and the Portland Community Festival. Also appearing is Stephen Rogers. Rogers is a New York City-based comedian. Originally from Syracuse, he performs comedy all over the country and has appeared on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, The Late Light Show with James Corden, and Dry Bar Comedy. Lauren Moore Janassi is also on the bill. He's a Zimbabwean stand-up comedian and actor. This event starts at 8 o'clock. For tickets, head over to etix.com. And finally, Saturday night at 8 at Everett's Music Barn in Sewanee, come enjoy the Edgar Loudermilk Band, a bluegrass musician who spent years backing up several noted artists before moving up to lead his own group. Edgar Loudermilk is a bassist and tunesmith whose music is steeped in traditional sounds while embracing an easygoing melodic sense that gives the performance a modern twist. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the show starts at 8 p.m. The Music Barn serves week-to-week on donations. All donations are greatly appreciated. Please remember, this is an alcohol-free venue. For more info, check out everettsmusicbarn.com. Hopefully some of these events piqued your interest, and maybe I'll see you out there this weekend. Have a fun and safe weekend in Gwinnett County. For the Gwinnett County Daily Post, I'm Doug Harding. Gwinnett County Public Schools is hiring for a director of construction and contracts engineering. Join Team GCPS and oversee one of the largest construction programs in the Southeast. Pay starts at $93,000 a year. Enjoy great benefits such as being in the teacher's retirement system and generous vacation as well as paid time off. This is a 12-month position. Applicants must have a bachelor's degree and 10 years experience in architecture, construction, contract administration, project management, field supervision, or related field. To apply, head over to gcpsjobs.org today. 
From the water that flows from your tap to the roads you drive on on your way to work, Gwinnett County Government provides high-quality services to residents every day. Our residents, businesses, schools, local governments, and nonprofits have a long tradition of working together to make Gwinnett the best place to live, work, play, and raise a family. Together, we'll ensure that Gwinnett is a place where everyone thrives. Learn more about county services at GwinnettCounty.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GwinnettGov. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa Flash Briefing or Google Home Briefing, and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group, Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer, Doug Harding, Creative Director, Jacob Sutherland, Director, Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden, and Jin Rei Zhang, video producer. All rights reserved.